0: On this uh, broadcast, uh, I want to talk to you about uh, four different uh, subjects that I think, uh, from my perspective, it was important to uh, uh, share with you. And the first one that I want to talk to you, and and just give you an idea of of what happens at these uh, events at the national level, it is important for small businesses, whether you are uh, Hispanic-owned business or not, to understand the importance of these legislative summits, uh, because everything that is happening at the federal level, at the state level, at the local level, it has an impact on the uh, on the business community. So, for business owners, it is important to understand what is happening in terms of like policies and regulations, because a lot of them are gonna impact you positively or negatively, one way or another, depending on on, uh, what the policy is all about. Um, I was able to participate in some conversations that are meaningful uh, to the work that we do through the Hispanic Chamber of E-Commerce and the U.S. Business Association of E-Commerce, specifically in those uh, topics that are related to the micro uh, business owners uh, and also anything that is related to the digital economy. There are some uh, regulations right now that are being considered by Congress that I think uh, if they passed will have a a negative impact on on the way that small businesses conduct their business online. Uh, Some of these platforms that, that we use to advertise our products and services in a very affordable way is because these platforms exist And if this regulation passes, it will definitely will have uh, an impact in your business. So that's why it is important for you to know what's happening at different levels. But let me share with you real quick, because I want to start this this conversation by sharing with you the policy focus areas of the U.S. Hispanic uh, Chamber of Commerce. As you may know, the the Hispanic Chamber of E-Commerce has been a member of the association uh, for a few years now, and we try to participate in uh, as many events as, as we can, the legislative summit, the convention, uh, and also other events that they do throughout the year. So as of right now, the USACC, which is like the, uh, the umbrella association for Uh, dozens of Hispanic business associations across the country, private and uh, uh, and, uh, 501c6. So three main goals. The first one is uh, to grow business opportunities for Hispanic business enterprises. The second one is to support the broader U.S. Hispanic community. And the third one is to integrate Hispanic businesses into the global economy. Um, in our particular situation, um, of course, the, the goal number one and 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 goal number three. Without saying that we don't we don't uh, have some stuff or, or collaborate with some organizations that focus on on supporting the broader Hispanic community. But a lot of the work that we do, although we don't get involved a lot in uh, in uh, in in uh, lobbying or advocacy. Uh, we do like to participate at the federal level because of the the conversations that happen at that level. But some of the programs that we have and the work that we're doing align with goal number one and three. And, of course, uh, number three is is, is something that I'm very passionate about just because I know that when we integrate uh, Hispanic businesses into the global economy, you have access to new markets, you have access to uh, new business opportunities beyond your local territory or your regional territory. And now with the digital economy and all these platforms that we have access to, it allows our businesses to participate in in the uh, global economy with a very affordable, uh, or I'm sorry, in a very affordable way. So uh, I I, I share with you the link uh, to the resources that were shared at the uh, USACC Legislative Summit. So if you are interested in learning more about the work that the USACC is doing at the policy level, uh, make sure that you download the document. It it provides a lot of uh, relevant data that is important for you to understand and to know. And also you can go into a little more detail about the work that they are doing uh, to cover these main goals that I are share with you and that you can see on, on the screen. So very important work and, you know, for uh, Hispanic business associations like ours uh, to rely on the work that the USACC is doing in terms of advocacy and uh, and, and the uh, level of engagement that they have with elected officials is, is key for a lot of us because we don't, we don't have the, uh, the staff or, or the resources to get that job done at that level. So we rely on the advocacy that they do uh, with congressmen, senators and secretaries of states and, and other high uh, level elected officials. So that's why it is important for us to participate. The other thing that I that I like about attending these events is that we have the opportunity to share best practices and, and learn from other Hispanic business leaders across the country. Of course, every market, every region has some specific uh, needs, but there are some stuff that can be applied in Illinois, can be applied in California, can be applied in, in uh, Colorado, uh, you name it. So the exchange of ideas with uh, very uh, smart people that are working directly with uh, small businesses is it's very uh, relevant and it provides or it adds a lot of value to the work that we're doing. And a lot of these uh, folks that are working with business owners through the chambers of commerce or through other organizations that are involved with the business community, uh, it it's it's so valuable because they, they have a direct communications with with the uh, business owners and they can execute programs that they know that they're gonna be relevant to that specific uh, community that they are engaging with. So you know, but all it's it's an event that we enjoy attending, and of course, it's not for for everyone. But if you want to uh, check it out next year. I highly recommend you that um, you take a look at the agenda, the speakers and stuff. And, and if you want to um, get involved with the USACC, like, for example, if you are a Hispanic business enterprise and you want to start engaging with the USACC because of, of the work that they do in terms of like private and uh, public procurement, the relationships that they have with corporations that are right now desperately looking for uh, minority suppliers So that that's something that could add that could definitely add value uh, to your business. Now, let me let me jump uh, real quick to the uh, to the second point that I wanted to talk to you about. There are four uh, reasons from my perspective that uh, that people start businesses. uh, And and I'm going to tell you why I want to share this with you in a minute. So the first one the f- the first reason why a lot of you start a business is because you wanna live well you know you you probably were a, a professional and the salary wasn't enough to to have the lifestyle that you wanted and you thought that by starting a business you can uh have a better lifestyle a, le- a better lifestyle and uh and live well so that's one reason why most of you start a business the second one is because you wanna live something. Uh, to your kids the third one is you want to start a business uh just because it's exciting starting a business but from the moment that you start that business you already have or you're already planning an exit strategy you are going to sell it um for uh, a bigger uh amount of money just so you can recuperate what you invested and, and make some profit out of it so a lot of entrepreneurs start a business with the idea of uh selling that business which is completely fine and and the last one is because you want to change uh, the world it's a it's a business with a philosophy that uh, is gonna make things better in in your community in your state in your country and uh, based on on the 13 14 years that I've been uh, working with small businesses I think like some of you are gonna fit in within one of these uh, four categories. And the reason why I wanted to share this uh, this point with you is because right now we're, there are a lot of conversations about the things that we can do as business associations or business leaders or just because of the level of engagement that we have with uh, people working with uh, small businesses. Uh, it's, it's important to have or to understand these segmentations because the programs or the resources or everything that we provide to to our audience we need to understand kind of like where they are within these four uh uh options because every depending on 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 what you want to accomplish with your business if you want to live well if you want to um you know leave it to your kids if you want to sell it etc like your strategy is going to be a little bit different. There are, there are certain stuff that apply in all cases, but there are some others that are going to be very specific to for what you want to accomplish, right? So right now when we're having conversations and when, where there are like cities and, and states and and corporations trying to support small businesses, I think that we have to be very strategic about how we use the, the resources that we have access to so we can serve the the businesses that are engaging with us, uh, whether, I, again, like if you are a, a nonprofit working with small businesses, if you are a business association, if you are a, a private organization working with small businesses, regardless of what your legal stat, status is, if you are wor- working with small business owners, um, it is important for you to understand what the core of your demographic is, so you can provide the most valuable resources um, to them. In 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 our situation, because of the majority of the uh, businesses that we work with are kind of like micro, uh, medium, small uh, businesses, um, I try to bring the strategic partners and the resources that are going to add some value to the uh, online business ecosystem that we're trying to create. But you as a business owner, you need to ask yourself, like, where do you fit in within these categories so you can start uh, working on, on on your business strategy so you can accomplish the goals that you have for your business? Because if you want to sell your business, you probably want to scale it up uh really fast and maybe solid in like five, ten years or something like that. And the reason why this segmentation is important is like because when we're having the conversations about, let's say, um uh, you know um, access to capital or access to uh opportunities with um with the government or with private corporations, etc. What what I argue is like a lot of business owners are not interested in doing business with the government, or they're not interested in doing business with corporations, just because their their priorities are not there. They're different. They have different priorities, and and that's fair, you know. But so, as as uh, business associations, we 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 have to acknowledge that and make sure that we have the resources that are going to be important. To the business community that is engaging the most with us, and and um, and that's why you can complement with other uh, business associations, and that's what we're trying to do. You know, we try to work with organizations that are helping um, small businesses to do contracts with the government or with private corporations, just because they have a more developed curricula and the connections and and the resources and stuff to help those businesses out. One of our priorities has been since day one uh, the digital economy, help small businesses to understand how they can can do business online, sell their products and services online, promote their products and services online, and have access to all the different uh, online tools that it allows small businesses to compete um, better in the marketplace. So just think about where you fit, and based on where, where you think you are, uh, reach out to different organizations that can help you accomplish what you are trying to accomplish. Um, the second, I mean, I'm sorry, the the third thing I wanted to talk to you about, it's um, one thing that it, it just keeps getting clearer and clearer in everything that I do is like, We have the connected economy and we have everything else. And But the connected economy, I see two things within the connected economy. The one thing, the first thing, is that your network is your net worth, right? And what I mean by this is like the more connections that you have and and the higher level that they are, the better opportunities are going to come your way, at least in an easier way. Uh, of course, that uh, you have to build some reputation. You have to uh, run your business with a lot of integrity. You have to handle yourself as professional as possible. Uh, you cannot burn any bridges. Uh, you have to be as honest as you can on everything that you do to start building those high-level connections because building that trust with successful people, with people with the right networks, uh, it takes a lot of time. I mean, it, it could take up to a decade, 20 years, 30 years, you name it. So you have to acknowledge that the more connections that you have, the more opportunities, large opportunities are going to come your way. Uh, just because they have been there, done that. Uh, they have gone through a lot of uh, challenges to get to where they are. And they can save you a lot of time in, in getting uh, there. So it is important where, when you are networking with uh, other individuals that you try to network with folks that are going to add value to your business, that are going to add value to your uh, personal uh, life because you never know where these big opportunities are going to come. And the more connected that you are, the better it is going to be for your business and uh from from my perspective, something that I'm trying to do right now is is just to keep building this online business ecosystem where there are a lot of great business owners like yourself, you know, that are running their business with a lot of integrity, like I say earlier, um, and that you are trying to become part of something bigger your, than your business. That's why I have mentioned it before that online marketplaces. Online networking groups are extremely important because they can help you to have access to new markets, to new connections uh, outside your current uh, circle of influence. So it is extremely important that you keep uh, looking for those uh, ecosystems, for, for those networking groups, um, and, and, and for those connections that are going to help you to accomplish your goals I'm going to say faster, but faster could be like 10 years, right? We just need to understand that building these relationships take a lot of time. I've been investing uh, a lot of years into building meaningful relationships with people that I respect, uh, with people that I know that they have good values. Uh, Those that know me, like if if I feel like someone is... uh, becoming part of uh, a networking group or becoming part of an association or something just for personal interest when when the association has a, a, a common goal of helping uh, a greater uh, number of folks, etc., cetera. I, I, I don't think I, I have uh, that much respect for those folks because I know that they're not there for the good reasons. But when you have people with their heart in what they do, and when they commit their, themselves, you know, to the certain projects and to certain uh, programs or initiatives, and 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 I know that they have their heart in what they're doing. You know, you, I have mad respect for that people because uh, you know that they have good intentions, uh, not just for themselves, but for uh, a bigger uh, group of folks. So keep this in mind. Keep this in mind because uh, right now, after this pandemic, I believe that these uh, connections or investing time in building meaningful connections in your life are more important than ever. More, like if if they were important before the pandemic, I feel like right now is more important than ever because a lot of folks have gone through many different situations and they were able to... Uh, overcome different challenges and barriers thanks to the connections and the networks that they had. So I saw it I live it I have I know a lot of uh, people that went through this process. so that's why I'm telling you like investing time in building meaningful relationships with people that share your values that share your uh, your vision you know like share your interest uh, is extremely extremely important. And and that's the one thing I I really like about um, working you know with business owners and being part of the Hispanic Chamber of e-commerce and the U.S. Business Association of e-commerce is the uh, the the connections that I can build through these associations. Some of them for that been around for years, some new ones that uh, I feel like there is going to be a lot of uh, opportunities for us to uh, interact with them. So. Just keep this in mind as a business owner, whether you are a home-based business or if you are a multimillion-dollar business, uh, you understand that being connected is, is extremely important. And then the other thing is uh, uh, the digital economy. The digital economy is another way for you to to, to become part of something bigger than your business, uh, to participate in, in marketplaces. It is important for your business, and it's something that you need to consider uh, moving forward you also need to uh, uh, think about if if you don't want to start like an e-commerce by yourself you can you can uh, join some of the e-commerce platforms that are available for your business but just keep in mind the cost of doing business in those platforms etc so you're not surprised you're not you're you don't end up losing any money or anything like that but Stay connected in the digital economy is more important than ever, too. I mean, we, we saw a lot of uh, business owners surviving this um, pandemic thanks to the use of the Internet as a business tool and the access to resources that they have thanks to the Internet. So stay connected in the physical world, stay connected in the online world. And when you combine those two, trust me, like like the, the business opportunities are going to come your way. The uh, access uh, to resources that are going to come your way are going to be so great for you and for your business that you are just going to ask yourself, like, why you didn't uh, do these things uh, before. So keep this in mind. It's extremely important. Uh, I've seen it happening right now. The connected economy and everything else. So you have to stay connected. Moving forward, make that a priority for yourself and make that a priority for your business. Fine. Every single opportunity and every way possible to connect yourself with the right people, to connect yourself with the right organizations, to connect yourself with the resources that can help you accomplish your business goals and and your personal goals. So keep this this in mind and uh, trust me, the next five years, the next 10 years are going to be incredible for you and for your business. Um, The last thing that I wanted to talk to you about today is that when I was in DC, I had the opportunity to uh, get uh, involved with the Connected Commerce Council, which was probably one of the highlights of the trip uh, for me. I'm very grateful for the opportunity that I have to meet the CEO, Rob, and some of the people that work with him. Just because Connected Commerce Council, uh, it's a nonprofit organization that is advocating for small businesses and that is advocating for uh, the digital economy. Two things that I'm extremely passionate about. I have an, an off-track record uh, to prove it. Uh, the level of engagement that, that we have had with the business community and, and the things that we've been talking about for the last 14 years are not just uh, as a result of a pandemic or anything else. We've been talking about this since 2008, uh, telling business owners the importance of uh, being online and using all these resources to grow their business, to grow their operations. And now to have uh, a nonprofit organization like the Connected Commerce Council in D.C., Talking directly to uh, key uh, elected officials, uh, congressmen, senators, and others, talking about the importance of uh, of the uh, digital economy and talking about the importance of uh, of uh, a small business community, it's beyond uh, our expe- expectations, and and we really look forward to uh, engaging more with them. I think a lot of the stuff that they are working on align perfectly with the work that we have been doing since uh, 2008. So check them out. Uh, they have a lot of resources available on their site. Uh, follow them on Twitter. Follow them on uh, on uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, uh, et cetera, because they, they, they share a lot of uh, valuable resources uh, through the platform. So make sure that you check out... Uh, Connected Commerce Council. I wanted to share this resource based on what I talked in my previous um, topic about the importance of being connected. Definitely, this is one of the uh, organizations that I want us to stay connected and collaborate a little closer with them. The other one that I did, and uh, I forgot to share here, I got to meet the uh, Director of Strategic Partnerships for the Libre Initiative. The Libre initiative is doing an incredible job in uh, different states in our country. I have a lot of respect for uh, Daniel Garza, uh, the founder and the CEO of uh, Libre. We were lucky uh, to have Daniel Garza in one of our events. I believe it was in 2000, um, for, wait, 2017, I believe. Uh, and San Diego business owners got to experience like how knowledgeable uh, Dan is and you know he's one of those leaders that I respect a lot because he has his heart on what he does. Uh, he's a, a man with a lot of uh, integrity, a lot of values and, and those are the kind of leaders that I like to uh, uh, to follow and to learn from. So the delivery initiative is another great organization uh, for you guys to follow and I think uh, they fit perfectly on, on the goal number two of the USACC which is to support the broader US Hispanic uh, community The Libre is definitely doing a lot of great stuff in on, on, on that regard so there you go uh, these are the uh, uh, a few of the topics that I wanted uh, to share with you today I hope that, that you have the opportunity to read the, uh, uh, the policy priorities for the USACC, visit the Connected uh, Commerce Council, and ask yourself, you know, where you are in those uh, uh, four, four uh, topics of, I mean, some of those four options uh, for your business because that's going to help you to give you more clarity on where you want to take your business and the stuff that you want to do, how do you want to get uh, connected, in in the physical world and and in the online, uh, different online uh, ecosystems. And uh, hopefully we we can uh, help you out in any way as possible. And that's it for today. I hope uh, you get to learn something uh, out of this. And again, make sure that you check out those resources. I think we got a a few comments here. The first one it's from my good friend Omar. Hey, Omar, how you doing? Omar Araiza, what are your thoughts about strategy versus culture? Should new and growing business owners balance both or focus on one in early stages? Well, great questions, uh, Omar. I think uh, a strategy and culture go hand in hand because part of the strategy is to create a good culture within your organization within your business so if if you are a business owner you want to create an environment and have a culture an internal culture that is going to motivate your your employees to follow your your vision and your the mission that you have for the organization i mean you want to be able to translate that at every single level within the organization from the People that are helping you at the lower levels all the way to the uh, executive levels because some of the most successful companies that, that we know of in the, in the marketplace, they have been able to, to have a good uh, internal culture and a well-defined uh, strategy. Should new and growing uh, business owners balance both? Yeah, that's, that's what I uh, suggested since uh, since early stages, Definitely. And networking, what are talking topics to prepare before going to networking events? Well, there, there are two questions that everyone is going to ask you when you go to a networking event. The first one, what's your name? And the second one is what it, What do you do? So make sure that you have a, a good answer for both um, because oftentimes uh, I, I've seen uh, people participating in networking events where they they give a a very complicated response and you don't really understand what they do for a living. And the other thing that I want to recommend is just like, listen, be a good listener. There are so many um, folks that go to networking events, just trying to sell, sell, sell. And, you know, if it's the first time that you are getting to know someone, it's not the right way to go about it. So, you know be be with a go to these events with a very open mind and also with the idea that um you are going to be a good listener and and that way you know you 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 want to start building a relationship with with the right food and not just like oh i remember that guy was trying to sell me every single life policy that is out there or every insurance policy that is out there or whatever so um make sure that That you know that you are very clear at explaining what you do and be a good listener and you know get to know the folks that you meet at these uh, networking events and hopefully throughout time, like I said, some of these relationships take time, Uh, you are able to build relationships that can help you in the near future with some business opportunities or with access to uh, uh, some resources. So, I hope I uh answer your questions Omar and uh, I really look forward to seeing you brother I miss you I hope you can uh, join us on uh, May 12th at the Yuko uh, alright so that's it we have other comments there but they're like uh, uh, people trying to sell stuff and I don't know two of them that's what I'm talking about build a relationship first before you start selling some stuff to someone so Hey, Mark, I'm glad that you were still connected. So nice seeing you, brother. And uh, save the day, all right? May 12th, uh, 5 30, U Club. Uh, look forward to seeing you there. So thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in. I appreciate it. And uh, remember, we have an open growing marketplace in both of our associations. So feel free to join, feel free to start connecting with a lot of the business owners that are part of this community. Uh, trust me, like we try to keep it as as clean as possible in terms of like, uh, you know, the folks that hang out around our community. When, whenever we get, you know, yellow flags with some of the businesses that are part of it, I don't have any, any issues uh, refunding money to folks that do, do not fit in within, our family within our business community, so we try to keep this environment with as many uh, honest and and well-behaved uh, business owners, because it just helps, you know, to to create a really nice environment for business opportunities, for for connections, and for other resources. And I'm be, I'm very grateful, you know, for all of you that are part of this. Uh, uh, association and this community because you are the the main reason why we keep doing what we're doing and we've been doing it now for 14 years so um, very grateful to all of you who are part of this uh, uh, family and who like to participate in some of the stuff that we do so thank you so much